0: Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com.
1: Hi, listeners. I'm Nedra Glover-Tawab, and you need to hear this. I'm so excited to be coming to you with a brand new podcast. This is only the first episode and I have so much in store for you guys. I decided to do this because I realized some things need to be talked through. And guess what? I listen all day and this is another space for me to listen to you and to be able to give you some feedback, hopefully some tips that you can use in your life. This week, we're talking about taking on too much and how that causes panic and anxiety. One of my anxiety tales is my eye starts to twitch when I have overloaded my calendar, when I have too many due dates, when I'm expected to do too many things. I look at myself sometimes and I say, you did this to you. Everything on this calendar is stuff that you've said yes to. Everything in the house (laughs) that you're taking on as a project is stuff you've decided to do. And my work then becomes unworking myself out of a job. How do I look at everything I have to do and figure out what I need to delegate, what I need to back away from in terms of commitment? Because sometimes I'll do that. I'll say, hey you know, I said I could do this on Thursday, but I need two more weeks. Or I know I said I could help you with this thing, but my capacity has changed. I'm supposed to do some laundry today, but guess what? They will stay in the basket and we will live there. We will live in that basket. Sometimes it is us. It is not other people. And then there are other times where we are putting the pressure on ourselves. Now, my tail is an eye twitch. It's also you know, some sleep trouble sometimes. So when we start to get into the physical consequences of doing too much, it is a sign that our body is tired of us. It's tired of us overworking it. Our brain needs to rest. Rest is not learning more, figuring out a way to be better productive. It's actually removing One of the best boundaries I've developed since becoming a writer and having an online community is as I add more, I subtract. So when I say yes to, I'm going to do a podcast, I have to remove something off my plate. I can't add more because the plate is only so big. I'm not going to have things stacked on top of each other I don't wanna drop the plate while I'm walking. I want a nicely balanced plate. And so for me, that means subtracting when I need to and not overloading. This week's caller is having panic attacks. That's just one thing that's happening as a result of taking on too much. And I want you to think about what happens to you physically, mentally, and emotionally when you, too, take on too much. We'll listen after the break.
0: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. feels just right don't miss it mark your calendars and be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iHeartRadio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com 2025 qx80 coming this summer
2: hi Nadra, your book on boundaries has helped me immensely i recommend it to friends and colleagues all the time thank you for writing such a helpful resource so here's my situation I'm in my early 40s, I have a family, I have a full-time job in advertising. I constantly find myself in the position of rescuing and helping to the point where I might burn myself out and I end up needing to rescue
1: myself when pack attacks hit. I hear you saying I constantly find myself in the position of, and what I hear is, or what I'm thinking when you say that is, I constantly put myself in the position of finding yourself is like, oh, my gosh, all of these things are happening to me. Putting is you are saying, yes, there has to be some ownership in this overtasking of self. It's not always them. A portion of it is you. There is something you're getting from being an overhelper. So as we're going through this, I want you to get honest with yourself about What is the thing that you get from helping other people? Maybe you like being called a good person. Maybe you like being thought of as helpful. Maybe you like having a lot of information to share. And, you know, to some extent, perhaps that works for you. But it sounds like in this situation, it is no longer working. So in our language with other people, everybody's putting everything on me. I am taking things on. At home, I'm always the one cleaning,
2: helping with homework, handling finances. I'm very organized, and that honestly helps me stay sane. But I tend to take on a lot more than I probably should. And I need to delegate, which I don't always do. Work, that's often disorganized. Not a lot of people communicate well, or if they do, it's all in a pinch. And when in reality, things could have definitely been solved better if we knew about work assignments earlier so my team could plan ahead.
1: I'm always the one cleaning, helping with homework, handling finances. And there is an acknowledgement that you don't delegate well. You will always be the person doing these things as long as you agree to be the person doing these things. Delegation is such a wonderful life skill because it frees you up to do the things that you do well It frees you up to take care of yourself. It frees you up to maybe, you know, spend time in other places. But feeling like you're good at everything or you have to do everything, it's not a wonderful place to exist. So I would wonder if there are other people in your home, how do you bring them in? If it's, you know, roommates, a partner, children, everyone can help with cleaning to some extent. If it's a small child, they can pick their little toys up. If it's an older child, perhaps they can do the dishes or unload the dishwasher. If it's your partner, it could be splitting those tasks. But believing that you are the only person to do it will keep you in that role. Helping with homework. You know, I think even that there are ways to bring in support. Perhaps it's tutoring. Perhaps it's a partner. Perhaps it's your friends who come over and help. You know, there are many things that we have to do and there are some things that we choose to do. So I would encourage you to make a list of the things you're doing in the home and to figure out which things on that list that you actually have to do. You have to be the person doing it. I I bet there are lots of things on that list that you can ask others to help you with. And it's not just about asking. Sometimes when you're an overhelper, It's a problem with receiving help. It's not just that you, oh my gosh, I I ask people and they don't help me. Sometimes people will say to you, what do you need my help with? And if you're an overhelper, you may not know how to receive that support or even tell a person what you actually need help with. So make sure that you have a list of, I need help with, with cleaning. I need help with, you know, helping the kids with homework. I need help with Whatever those things are, have some ideas. Because sometimes, even with our partners, if we seem to enjoy doing laundry, we're in some rhythm or we're not complaining about cooking, it can be perceived that you actually like the job. So how do you start to say, I think we equally hate this and we need to divide it? I think we're equally good at washing a plate off and we need to divide this task. There are so many things that you're doing that others can do in place of you, and you have to start to release yourself from completing all activities in the home because you're just listing things at this point. It's like cleaning, cooking, finances, also helping my friend with her pit bull. You know, there are so many things that I think you can be delegating here, and you feel so much more ease. We'll come back to this after the break.
0: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
2: I'm in a middle management position, so I feel this constant need to find a solution to make everyone work better together, which sometimes derails me from the creative end of my work. It's not something upper management charged me with fixing. I just start to jot down ideas and solutions. I try to put them into action. I read all the books. I listen to podcasts. I educate myself as much as I can. And I can't tell if I'm helping myself become a great leader and mentor, or if I'm taking too much on. Or if I just don't know how to compartmentalize things and focus on the present moment versus having something constantly on my mind. I even find myself doing this for friends and family. Someone's in a pinch. I want to help. Oftentimes, I'm approached by friends to ask me about everything from a crumbling marriage to finding a better job Or getting out of debt. So I try to suggest speaking to professionals who can help, but then their troubles still weigh on me. I ruminate all the time. I think of a helpful tip while I'm trying to go to sleep or if I'm walking on a treadmill. Times when I should be decompressing, I can't shut my brain off. So I guess what I'm asking is how can I almost be less empathetic and protect myself more? Since I suffer from panic attacks on occasion, I do see them popping up more and more because I seem to take on my own worries plus others. And it all comes from a good place because they value my input, but it does wear on me. So how do I set boundaries, but still feel like a good friend, colleague, wife, and mother?
1: I hear you giving a lot of value to your own input. I, you know, you're saying, they value my input, but you're studying, you know, different things to be able to give good input to people. I think you need a fun diet. I think you need to step away from the productivity learning and educating yourself about all of these things and read some novels, watch a series on Netflix, go to dinner with some friends, take up a yoga class, salsa class, Do some, you know, painting. I don't know, but I I hear a lot of other people, other people, other people, and their stuff. You know, to operate as a therapist and a friend capacity, it's not fair to you, and it's not fair to your friend. To operate as a, you know, tax consultant or whatever these things are, it's not fair to you, and it's not fair to your friends. And I understand that once you give them the resource, hey, go to this person, you're still worried about it, but you have to know that those people are actually trained to help. And although you're trying to do all of this self-education, the other person is better suited to help your friends with these issues. If you really want to set some boundaries with your friends, what I'm hearing a helpful boundary could be, I'm not able to talk to you about this because it causes me to become highly emotionally evolved, and I'm trying to take better care of myself. So stopping them from saying more, stopping them from you know, putting you in the position to help them problem solve could be helpful. And you can't do that with all of your friends, but sometimes you create your own issue by being overly interested in stuff, right? Like, tell me more, what's going on? What happened with this thing? You don't have the capacity to help in those situations, so it might be to your benefit to not ask for more information or to not probe deeper with some people. I'm not saying abandon your friends, but I'm saying nurture yourself. You're not in the space to take care of anyone else because you're not taking care of yourself. It is impossible to complete all of the tasks that you have from an unwell space. You would be a better representative in the lives of others if you represented self-care, self-love in your own life. I wonder how, instead of figuring out solutions for people, you can help them find a solution. You don't have to have the solution. It could be, I don't know either. It may not be you going down the path of, let me read this thing. Let me talk to this person. Let me think of this idea. That's more work for you. What if you were to put it back on them? I don't know. Let's, you know, tell me some ideas that you have. What other things have you thought of? Sometimes we feel like it's other people. It's the other person bringing their issues to us, when in actuality, we're making this space to be this person who takes on everyone's problem. And I want you to start to work yourself out of that job, to start to give a resource and believe that that resource can actually help the other person. I want you to start putting your pen down, not jotting down any more ideas for anyone else's life but your own. I want you to start taking really good care of yourself. That's, you know, waking up, maybe reading something, making sure you have enough water, moving your body, having delightful conversations, not heavy ones. I want you to start talking about yourself more in your conversations with people. And the biggest thing of all is delegating. You are a manager at work. You're not a manager at home. You are not a manager in your friendships. You're not a manager in your family relationships. You're a human. You're a manager in one capacity, but you've taken that role and applied it to so many other things. And I get it. Sometimes what we do is a part of who we are, but if who we are is not functioning well for us, we have to think of some ways to shift that. And what I'm hearing from you is, you are overwhelmed by you. It seems like it's a lot of other people, but it's also your desire and your capacity to show up. As you lay more into yourself and you step away from this idea that you have to be responsible for everything, that anxiety will dissipate. You know, if you're still having issues with that anxiety, Certainly talk to a therapist. Certainly find support for it. But what I hear right now is you've taken on far too many tasks, and your brain and your body wants a break. So I have some questions here. How can I almost be less empathetic and protect myself more? Don't be less empathetic. Be less involved. Empathy is a wonderful thing. It is such a beautiful thing to care about people and what happens to them. And the way that you protect yourself in that caring is to know everyone is not your responsibility. You are your biggest responsibility from the time you were born, even when you couldn't take care of yourself, till now. You are the biggest priority in your life. You are with yourself always. Take better care of yourself, because without doing that, you can't show up for people in a very healthy way. So the protection that you need right now is self-nurturing. It's self-care. It is self-indulgence. It is being organized with the things in your own life. It is talking more to others about your issues. So don't care less. Care and take care of yourself. How do I set boundaries but still feel like a good friend, colleague, wife, and mother? I know that you're, you're good at all these roles. I can tell. I, I don't know. I'm looking for a friend like you. I don't know if I have any friends who are going to research and educate themselves to help me with my issues. I hope my friends are listening because they have some work to do um but you're already doing such a great job and i'm sure the people in your life they care so deeply about you and they want you around for a really long time without panic attacks without headaches without um you know sleep issues they want you to be present and they want you to be well so boundaries will be a healthy part of the relationship it doesn't mean that you'll be uh you know, a a terrible friend or you'll be worse as a colleague. It just means that you'll show up in a more delightful way. You'll be refilled and not just depleted by everything that's happening around you. So the boundaries is a really healthy thing. I don't want you to think of it as, oh, my gosh, if I have boundaries, I'll never listen to my friends again. You can still listen to them. It's just that the what you're adding, the energy that you give to the situation will be different. The energy you give at work, it will be different. The things that you request from others, there will be more of those things, and those are healthy boundaries to have in relationships. You need to hear this. You cannot take impeccable care of others and poorly care for yourself. It will work short-term, but it will not last very long. You will burn yourself out. You will become depleted. You will be upset at these other people for making you do this to yourself. If you want to help other people, you have to take care of yourself first. You Need to Hear This is an iHeart production hosted by me, Nedra Glover Tawwab. Our executive producer is Joelle Bonique. Our senior producer and editor is Mia Don Taylor. Send us a voice memo with your questions about boundaries and relationships at you need to hear This at iheartmedia.com. Please be sure to rate our show wherever you listen to it and share this episode with someone who needs to hear this. Talk to you next time.